evening. We bless God for those that went out today, those that came from home. We bless God that God has kept us alive and bouncing. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Glory be to the name of the Lord. I want to appreciate my father, the senior pastor, for this great privilege to be standing on this pulpit to do this this evening. Thank you very much. God bless you, sir. Please, church, join me to celebrate our senior pastor. We are grateful to God because God has not left us without a word in time, in season, in this house. And year after year, we have moved really from one level to another level because of the expose to the word of God that we receive in this house on a daily basis, on a yearly basis. I remember when we moved from the level of PDP. Who can remember the acronym for PDP? Who can remember? Is it still there? It's still there. Jehovah Roy, the one that was the first P stand for. Provide, direct, and protect. You know, then we move to the next level. I think, sir? Ah, no, we didn't move to APC. <laughs> we moved to another level. That was the time that we moved to the level of Jehovah, our helper, the, our Ebenezer right and it is okay for us each time we receive those word you know to check there is a tendency that we forget you know a prophecy can be spoken over our lives and there is a tendency that we forget not because the prophecy has not manifested but because uh we are just carried away we we do not have them in in our heart we do not have them in our remembrance and uh we we went from Ebenezer, the lord our helper to uh, being led, right? The year that the Lord will release ourselves for God to lead us. And for many of us, we had great testimony in that year because we look back at the end of the year and we could say that there was no how we would have successfully go through this year without which, without the help and the leading of the Holy Spirit. And then we came into this year and the word of God came again over our lives in this assembly that this is a year to be settled by God. And in the year to be settled by God, my experience working with God and seeing the manifestations of God have revealed to me that even in the year to be settled by God, it is not entirely left for God Right, there is also a part that we need to play so that everything that God's had, God has destined for us in this year that He has proposed to settle us, we can fully receive them and they can manifest in our lives. And then, some weeks ago, the senior pastor started on the word one word insightfulness, right? And it looks as though that word. It's an English word and it looks as though many of us have not heard that word before. By the time it began to break the word, right? And we saw the power that is in that one word, insightfulness. How seeing is different from being able to sight. And one example I can, I can, I can give about sighting is if you are in a crowd i don't know how many of us have been in a crowd before and then there's someone or you are even driving and then you just sight someone 
or in a crowd, someone passed by and it looks as if I sight something, I sight someone. And that's most of the time we are looking for something, we are trusting God for something, and God is saying, Beyond you just walking casually, just wanting to see, you need to be able to farabale, calm down so that you can sight when the blessing pass by or when i show you the direction for you to take so that you can receive you can cite it and then you can receive it because in the first place any blessing we want to receive from god or we are trusting god for we need to first be able to see it not with our physical eyes but with our eyes of understanding we need to be able to cite it and then will be able to deliver it because in the first place if you have placed an order online and then you are expecting a delivery you cannot expect a delivery in in vacuum you have a mental picture in your in your head of what you have ordered how the color it should be the size it should be so that when it is delivered right you will be able to say this is what i ordered for or not and as the senior pastor have taken us through that word insights this evening as i was waiting on god to on what god will have us discuss and share with ourselves in this interactive bible study this evening i'm i'm led for us to discuss this evening and it's going to be a discussion in the word of god what are the insights that we can pick right for living insights for living and that is the title of my message this evening glory be to god insights for living there are many examples in the word of god one of which pastor gave us is the story of a blind man in the book of mark i believe chapter 8 right a story of a blind man that was blind and then the first time Jesus touched him, he could see, but he could not see clearly. Right? The same way, there are several things that God has promised us or that we are trusting God for, that we could sense, we know that God has done this before. But yet, in our heart of heart, we cannot lay hold of the sight of what we believe God can do or what God have done. And this evening, we are just going to be looking at the word of God and seeing examples of how the insights from the word of God that can strengthen our faith and strengthen our belief, right? Our trust in God that whatever we are believing God for, if we can cite it with the eyes of our understanding, we can receive it. Because indeed, life is a battlefield. I doubt if there is anything tangible anybody can get in life without having to, you know, fight, struggle, or battle for it. So, if we must, if we have that understanding, then it might just be okay for us to see how the Word of God can help us. And my lead Bible verse this evening is from the book of Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5a later on we are going to be doing the whole of uh, from verse 5 to verse 8 and this seems like a very 
common verse of the Bible. But I like the Passion Translation of that verse of the Bible. It says, trust in the Lord completely and do not rely on your own opinions. Because many a times, what drives us is not really what God wants us to see. It is our opinion of how it should be. And if anyone will receive anything from God, right, you would have heard that your part is to believe God, to be able to see the way God sees and understand what God wants you to understand. The how is not your business. If you can cite it, you can see where you want to go, you can see what you want to receive from God, then you can leave it to God. So, I'm going to share maybe three, maybe four insights from the word of God this evening. And then I'm going to throw it open for us to see from our experience what are other insights that we can see. And it could even be experiences, personal experience of God manifestation in our life that can be, that you can say that this was an insight, you know, that God gave and uh, was able to help you through a situation. The first on my list here is that for us to successfully receive or walk through life, as we see in the verse of the Bible, is that we cannot afford to lean on our own understanding. Wherever, whatever level of knowledge you have, God is saying, and the word of God is saying, that you cannot lean on your own understanding please can you give me that verse of the bible in full now let's read proverbs chapter 3 from verse 5 to verse 8 it said trust in the law completely do not rely on your own opinion with all your heart rely on him to guide you and he will lead you in every decision you make and it is very important that every step we need to know that god is not just interested God is not just available for you when you are taking, when you are expecting something. Pastor Etefia will say something huge. It's not only when you are expecting something huge or something that looks impossible that you need to call on God. The Bible is saying in every decision, is a God of precision, is a God of detail, right? Such that if you rely on Him in every decision, in every thought, in every step, in every action you make right you are going to see god coming through for you you are going to see things working easier than it would have been if you just want to walk by your own understanding the easy version of this same verse talks about that you should not think that your own wisdom is enough because many a times right and 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 if i use myself as an example anytime i'm appearing before people that will consider important dignitaries authorities or even on tv right one prayer i will always pray no matter how under haste or under rush i am is that lord not my qualification not my experience not what i know but what you have me say because truth be told what you know can mess you up but what god is leading you to say can never mess you up 
There are many times and many of us will have that experiences that you know that this is how this thing is meant to be and yet it is not working that way. But if you are sure that you have surrendered yourself to God and then anything that proceeds out of your mouth, it is not just what you know, it is not what is coming from your qualification or from your experience, it is what, what God will have you say. You can be sure that you cannot make error, you cannot fall into error. So, the first point I'm raising here today is that we need to trust God. We need to know that our wisdom is nothing compared to the help that God is willing to render to us and to let us know that we do not need to call on God only when we are expecting big money, big contract, big house. We are going for job interview, but in every step of the way, God is there for us and i pray that as we rely on god god is going to come true for us in jesus name let's look at the second one and the second one i would like to draw my reference from second kings chapter 4 verse 9 second kings chapter 4 verse 9 this is a story of a woman and I'm talking, this point I'm talking on is kindness. How little kindness can transform, you know, the entire course of someone's life. Little kindness. So, uh, can you help me? You can go to like verse uh, 6 or 7. I, I want to start from where the Bible talks, describes the woman that the woman is a rich woman. It's a story of a Shunammite woman, right? The Bible talks about the certain woman, one of the wives, not from, this is verse 1, no. Come, come down to verse 6 or verse 5, where the Bible described the woman, right? That the woman, are we in 2 Kings? And it came to pass, the verse was full, come down, come to 7, come to 7. verse 8 come to 8 okay yes that was a great woman another verse another version described this woman as a rich woman that saw a man a man of god passing by and if she's a rich woman and the only thing she did at that point in time was to tell the man of god to say come inside and have a meal anytime you are passing now, because the woman is a rich woman, a plate of meal will not really be a big deal to such a woman, right? So, we can say that, after all, she can afford that because uh, a plate of a meal, she's a rich woman, she can afford it. But the Bible talks about that it was not just one-off. It now became a constant habit right that every time the man of god was passing by our house was open for the man of god to stop by and have a meal little kindness let's pay attention little kindness and then it came to a point right the bible says the woman perceived that this is an holy man in case you want to look for another synonym to insight or being able to cite 
I'm bringing you another synonym that you can perceive. Something you perceive is not very obvious. It's not very open to everybody. But God can give you the insight to be, per to be able to perceive that this is not just an ordinary man. And that was what happened to the woman. She perceived that this is an holy man of God which passed by us continually. And then she took a little kindness to another level. You, please bend it down a little. It's too high up. Right? She took a little kindness to another level. When she took a little kindness to another level, by saying, let us build him a room in the upper chamber. Right? And then by so doing, the man of God was touched. Little kindness. Remember, this woman has not gone to the man of God to ask for a child. As a matter of fact, she's not putting her problem before her. Irrespective of her problem, the insight we are seeing here is that irrespective of the problem, of the affairs of life, of whatever we might be going through, God is saying there is still a little kindness you can offer to someone. And when we talk about kindness, most of the time we believe we only we are only kind to someone that is needy. We are only kind to someone that we are bigger than. This is an holy man of God. By every sense of the way, as a matter of fact, that kindness is a sign of reverence. So that man is not needy. It was just out of the goodwill of the heart of that woman that she rendered her little kindness. And then when we read the verse of the Bible to verse 10, verse 11 we will see where the man of god was touched and the man of god asked what is servant what can we do for this woman that have shown us this little kindness this level of kindness because at that time it has gone beyond just a plate of meal to giving the man of god the most the best parts of the house the upper chamber right if you build a house your penthouse is not where you want to give your visitor your penthouse is where you want to stay so that you can see everything that is happening in your house and then you can even see an overview of the area. But this woman and her husband gave that part of the house to the man of God. And that, that kindness provoked the blessing. What they are trusting God for. And I, I want to ask, peradventure, there is something we are trusting God for. And God is saying, what you are trusting me for, you know, it is not fasting and prayer that will make it happen. What you are trusting me for, it is not even prayer that will make it happen. This one that you are trusting me for, you just need to be kind to someone. Please, can we have a mic passing by? Let's have Pastor Yomi. Thank you very much, sir. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay. Um, thank you, Pastor Toby. I just don't want us to miss one point. If you bring back that scripture, mm. it says, the woman perceived, and you are telling us that this word perceive is synonymous with insight. insight. 
Yes, sir. I think we should stop there. Mm-hmm. Let's stop there. Because many of us are complaining today because we think that God has not been kind to us. Quote mm. and unquote. I've been believing God. The church called for a 30 day fast. I observed every day fast. I did everything, but somehow my breakthrough has not come. Is it possible that at the moment that you are supposed to perceive, you failed to perceive? Mm. You know, since this word has started, this since this word started, I ask myself every minute, Lord, show me what am I supposed to perceive here? Show me what are the opportunities that exist. Mm. You see, like we said this before, I think I said it, Pastor Tiffany, I said it, Pastor also said it. God has come with the word. He said, This year is a word year of settlement. But we should now understand how God wants to settle us. These are no longer the days of manna in heaven mm. that you will sit down and, and you will do nothing and God will send down quail. That's not going to happen. You've got to play your part. And one of the ways you can play your part is how, Pastor Toby, how can I perceive this man of God had been coming here. Remember what she said. And she said unto her, go back one step. Go back to verse 8. Go back to verse 8. Let me just build a story. Verse 8. Please help me with verse 8. I want to build up a story. It says, and it fell on a day that Elisha passed to the to Shunammai, Shunem, Shunem. And there was a great woman, and she constrained him to eat bread. So it was that as often as he passed by, he turned in thither to eat bread. Which means that it was something he was doing every time. How come this particular time bore another result? What did she see? What made her speak that way? What made her act that way? I think, Pastor Toby, yes, I know you have all that. We must first learn how to perceive. And I believe that this insight that we are talking about, it lies with our being perceptive to the things of God. Thank you very much. Help me celebrate, Pastor Yomi. Thank you very much, sir, for that insight. This is really an interactive service, and uh, we are hoping to receiving contribution. Perception, I remember the very first day Pastor took that word, right? It was that first day I received that word perception. It is, so if at all you don't have insight, foresight, uh, foresight, oversight, the least you can do, the least you can do yourself for yourself is to be able to perceive. Don't just approach things casually. And you ask that question. How can we perceive? And this is insight that we are drawing from the word of God. I believe, and we'll throw it open so that we can also share. Alright? But, Pastor. Um, thank you, Pastor Yomi. Um, it's always a little bit... Um, thank you for accommodating us because you already have a script mm. as soon as i saw the word perceived too my mind was there you know insight is not physical mm. it is spiritual 
But we are so ephemeral, the only place we are comfortable in, as the scripture says, is do not rely on your own opinions. Mm. So we, we, in the physical, that's where we operate. Mm. And God does not move in the physical. The physical is the result of what God moved in the spiritual. So we have to learn how to perceive. One of the things I want to teach, if you don't know how to perceive, then find out what blocks the ability to perceive. Mm. What blocks your ability to perceive? You, you understand what yes, I mean? Sir. First of all, God wants us to perceive where spirit beings are born again. So it should be a natural place to go. Why it is not manifesting is some things are blocking us. For instance, why did the brothers of Joseph not perceive that he's the solution for this family? Mm. Why could they not perceive? Everybody here knows the answer. So I want you to perceive the answer. <laughs> Why did they not perceive that Joseph is the answer for not just our father's house, for the world to come? Why could they not perceive? Can I answer that, sir? Yes. I think... No, the... no maybe you should not answer it. <laughs> maybe you, the floor should answer it. Yes. Huh? Envy. Can you clap envy. for her? You see, envy... Blocks. Okay, I'll give you one scripture. Um, somebody help me find that scripture. He said... If the gospel be hidden, it is only hidden to those whom the God of this world has done what? Blinded. Oh, yes. So everybody, uh, uh, bring it up. If the gospel be hidden, think about it. It is only hidden to a class of people. Which means it is obvious, but somebody blinds them so that they cannot see the scripture. Can you put it up? First Corinthians 4. Put 3 and 4 together. Put verses 3 and 4. But if our gospel be hid, why are you giving King James? Give us new King James. You don't read King James. It is, but even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, whose mind the God of this age has blinded. There is, the gospel is open to everybody. Those that do not receive it, it's because somebody blinded them. So, the ability to perceive is common to all of us. If you cannot perceive, perceiving should not be something you're trying to. A fish doesn't try to swim. A fish just swims. If you give birth to a baby and the mother opens her breast, nobody teaches the baby how to suckle. It is built in. So when we cannot perceive and have insight, something is blocking us. The brothers could not perceive because they were blinded by envy. Okay. What blinded Potiphar for not perceiving that this fellow is not just successful, there is more to him than just being successful in my house. What blinded him? The wife's accusation. Mm. Nepotism. Nepotism is when your family does something that does not make sense and you insist that because your family did it, it has to be right. It blinds you from being able to perceive. Hello. 
He didn't have the sight. Insight. He had enough insight to so, notice that God was with him. Can you imagine? You see, sight should graduate to insight. When you now have insight, you begin to experience farsight. In farsight, you begin to see yeah, foresight. Okay, from insight, you will have begin foresight. And then foresight is just around. Farsight is long range. After long range, you will now go to the penthouse oversight. So what are the things that blind us from not seeing? This scripture that he gave us, it says, do not be confident in your own opinions. Your opinion will blind you from seeing what God wants to show you. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. Do you know why professors cannot see the gospel? They are blinded by their understanding. What else blinds us from being able to perceive? Emotions. Something is standing, somebody is standing in front of you. Like this woman, the Bible says, the man has been eating. One day she went to her husband and says, I perceive. The Amplified says, I sense this is a man of God. Let us build. Meaning that your opinion, the normal opinion is, he's already eating free food every day. That's enough. Let's even take it from the elementary. If a man of God is already coming, whether you're in or not, eating in your house, and your spouse comes to say, hey, this is a great man of God. Let's go beyond that. Let's build a penthouse. What is the normal opinion? Other people are not doing anything. Come on now. He's already eating in our house. Is that not is an that opinion? Not that is what blocks the ability to see more. Opinions. Envy. Selfish interest. Selfish in let me sit down. Carry on. Please, let's celebrate, Pastor. And it just looks as if we already have a sermon on one word. Perceive. And you see, the interesting thing about that word perceive is I mentioned earlier on. Thank you very much, sir. That it is the least level. In fact, you don't need to be spiritual for you to be able to perceive. Only if we can perceive some things, perceive opportunity, perceive people rightly, a lot of opportunity will not miss us. A lot of opportunity. Can I, can I even ask you? Yes, sir. Why was it that the person that is not Jewish, Pharaoh was the one that perceived that this man is the answer? immediately immediately because he was not envious because he was not listening to rubbish his wife is talking about what is the other reason you gave us selfishness he wanted a solution the question let us delete those things first of all before we talk go any further let's delete those things that may be blocking us from being able to perceive or to be able to gain insight if we can tick them off delete them you will find out that your natural state is to perceive when god is moving glory be to god hallelujah hallelujah let's let's go ahead sir <laughs> you know look at this second samuel pastor you talked about what inhibits us from perceiving 
how about what motivates us to perceive to perceive first samuel 17 verse 26 no let me yeah uh when david saw goliath did you get that first thing david said that the god then david spoke to the man 1726 then david spoke to the man who stood by him he said what shall be done for this man who kills this philistine and takes away the reproach of israel for who is this uncircumcised philistine that he should defy the army of the lord guess what david perceived that this mountain that is standing before me is not bigger than god that i can bring down this mountain so i'm saying that perception can also help you to have self-confidence to move forward on the other side of what blinds us or what opens our mind to this thing you know i keep on talking about this incident that i remember that i had an encounter with him and even me i said looking at myself differently like i said we went out one day and everybody was greeting me and i was saying hello to i was introducing them to pfp and when we left he said something to me he said why be you you know honestly with the number of people you know you should be doing much better than you're doing the problem is that they don't perceive you the way god perceives you and said i'm only going to pray one prayer for you that from this moment people will perceive you the way god perceives you now if i didn't see myself in that light of the prayer i will not be where i am because immediately i he prayed that prayer for me it's as if scales fell up my eyes i too now started perceiving myself where you are in the level that i said if you don't like me then god is not working in you <laughs> you understand because i said holding myself i said becoming more confident i said becoming more assertive because i perceived in myself the word of god the word of god as spoken by the man of god exactly and the right relationship sir yes and the right that's another thing so while one thing helps you to go away from perception another one brings you he wasn't moved by what he saw he went into the spiritual realm and he interpreted it he gave me insight that i didn't and i'm talking about live example live example i'm not talking you know so now i now had the confidence there are people that i used to think before that actually you know what i do if you want me you, you give me you come me now but with the confidence i gained from the word of god i now go to them and i say oga i can sort you out i'm the one that you need to sort you out and guess what hallelujah hallelujah I really feel like we should stay on that world perceive yes very very well sir i see another um, pastor tefia let's pass the mic (laughs) 
Pastor Etefia, what are you perceiving? <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay, so as um, really like Pastor, like Pastor Yomi said, immediately you mentioned the word perceive. Um, just right immediately, I remember that was the very first time I heard that scripture being read. And it was read some few years back by Pastor Bankoli. I think it was in Pastor's house, I quite remember. He was sharing something with us, and that has to do with Galatians 2 and verse 9. And Pastor Yomi was saying something just now about um, how you perceive yourself. Someone once told me something that changed the course of how I walk, which definitely have improved the way I work uh, immensely. He said, for every opportunity you have to say anything, it is not an opportunity to say anything, it is an opportunity to sell yourself. He said, for every work you do, don't give it out as a work, give it out as if you are selling something. So, the way you present, amen, amen, so the way you continually present yourself is what will bring perception to people. Paul the apostle had the mind and had the vision for something to preach the gospel to the Gentiles. That was his core aim, that was his desire, just like you and I have um, desires in business, desires in career. But for some reason, they did not give him help. So the Bible tells us in Galatians 2 verse 9, if multimedia will help us, the people in authority did not help him. The people in authority did not see him as a person that could deliver the job. Just the same way we have situations where men cannot see us, just like Pastor Yomi just said. But the Bible says, and it came to a point, the scripture says, when James, when Cephas and John, who seemed to be the pillars, perceived the grace that had been given to him and immediately they gave him and Barnabas their very right hand of fellowship that we should go to the Gentiles and do and to those who are uns- to the, and those to those who are circumcised so what i'm saying here is people who are who have who God have positioned in the place of power to perceive us may not perceive us if we do not express the grace of God in our lives by the way you walk distinguishing yourself by the way you improve yourself day and night so until we come to that point i was reading today in my place of study i discovered that as much as we speak about joseph and having the ability to interpret dreams he was also conscious that for everything he does that he was also selling himself i was shocked to see that when he interpreted the dream of the buckler who was in prison he didn't see it as just a dream interpretation. He also saw it as a moment to market himself. And he said, when you get to Pharaoh, please tell Pharaoh about me. It's not just work. It's about selling yourself to those who are pillars and those who can perceive you as a person of honor. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Word. Word. And, and to be sincere, we are already preempting because... Uh, the the story of perception i'm even seeing it in the light of another point i have here now that also speaks to what pastor etefia just said now about joseph speaking out right to say when you get to pharaoh tell him about me and we are going to see that shortly but let's stay on perception because this is the way the word of god works 
right this is the way god works when we come into the presence of god and we pray that we should receive from god in his presence it is not until we pray and we battle and we warfare and we preach for one hour it might just be the very first statement that the man of god will say might be that word that god is sending to you for that day for the service right and this word we can see how god is now expanding on the on one word perceive right and i believe god is already speaking to us this evening to say how do you perceive yourself one because how you perceive yourself we determine a lot of things I, pastor yomi works uh, as a brand person i believe that your perception your self-perception of yourself will even determine how you are going to carry yourself and present yourself let us look at also the story of uh Bushet, right when david called him he perceived himself not to be worthy to stand before david meanwhile if we break it down and analyze it well mephibosheth should have a better standing as a prince the grandson of saul than even david but what was lacking there is the ability to perceive herself as a prince that should not even be jittering before david but what did he do when he got to david it was like david stretched his arm to handshake and he was like am i worthy to receive this handshake and that is how sometimes we allow life to turn us and toss us around so much so that we lose confidence in ourselves and we are not able to perceive ourselves right can we can we take it further for many of us that work we are in employment and we know that by the grace of god god has helped us to be a catalyst to the success of the business where we work and you know that the value that is now being placed on your giftings is more than what you are getting and you know that the organization has the capacity to be able to do more right but if we are not able to perceive ourselves well we are not going to be able to negotiate i remember i have a story and my wife knows this story very well there was a time that we recruited someone as a comms officer in our office this guy has distinction uh, first class and then when we ask him how much do you want to take as salary he said he didn't want to say a price later on we forced him to say a price he said they just pay me between 100 and 150,000 I said eh, we're happy I nodded to the HR when we offered him it's a 100 and 150 if if I 100 and 120 he said I, I told the HR give him 180 someone that we have capacity to pay up to like 350 give him 180,000 he now entered inside the organization and discovered that this person is collecting like times three of what i'm collecting this one that doesn't know anything this one doesn't and then that just stream of balance and he couldn't stay he then became wayward why he suddenly realized that i have valued myself low you have undervalued yourself and then he could not just stand it and then he began to misbehave he began to he, he, he even said it authoritatively that he cannot report he wants to report only me he cannot report to his team lead that this one no he cannot report to this one and this is the same person that during interview was timid could not talk could not do anything right and but that is the way sometimes we find ourselves being able to perceive ourselves 
understand ourselves see ourselves in the way god wants to see ourselves right and then place the right value on ourselves the lord will help us in jesus name honestly we can stay on that word perceive you are a business owner yes sir um we're shooting in different directions <laughs> the truth is as a child of god the first thing you should perceive is your new identity exactly sir you know i tell i say something people may take it poorly i say i never go anywhere that i'm intimidated by anybody i'm telling mm. you the god honest truth i can respect you i'm very respectful of people older your achievement but i just stand where well it's not so much about who you think i am it is what i know about myself church is a place where you should discover who you are in christ and this is what prayer uh paul prayed and i read first up uh, multimedia can you put it up ephesians 1 17 let's start from 17 Oh, let's start from 16. It says, I do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, so that the eyes of your understanding, understanding. being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance for you the saints in christ and what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the working of what his mighty power which he worked in christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand in the heavenly places far above all principalities and powers and so on and so forth he's talking about the power that is at work in you the reason I told Pastor Yomi is I was watching all the people greeting him. Do you know I was just standing looking at all of them? And I was looking at you. I said, you're better than these people. They just don't know who you are. So by the time you caught an in, you had an insight or you gained an insight, that's the right word, of who you really are. You went back and you were talking to them differently. And they started giving you the job. And I'm not surprised. So let me speak to some of you who are here. You need to hear from the altar what is spoken about you. By now you should perceive that this year is the year God will settle you. Nobody needs to agree with you. You know. Huh? And then you begin to act in a certain way. That is working in faith. Yes sir. The Bible says concerning Joseph, he told his family, they said, what are you talking about? But he kept his dream. The dream was still alive when Pharaoh sent for him. That's why he shaved. He had prepared a set of clothes. If I ask you, do you have a set of clothes in your house? I said, would he dig the king? You know what Bishop Jake said? He said, when I was preaching to animals and so on, I said, I had some sermons that preached that the day my pastor would give me the microphone, mm. I'm okay, I'm ready. Have you prepared something you're going to launch on that day? So who no know? Go now know. Mm. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
I'm looking at Sister Fola because Sister Fola and I had a conversation yesterday and she was so sure in herself that God is about to do something and she wants to be prepared. And the question is, God, this is the year God will set to us. I see another hand, the young pastor. This is the year God wants to set to us, but how prepared are you so that when the settlements come, you can stand in a vantage position to be able to get the best out of the settlements. Let's, let's talk about settlements. Settlement is not what also just come. When we talk about settlement, settlement most of the time has to do with negotiation. It has to do with, you, you have to connect with it. Now, how, what will determine what you get out of the settlement is how you are standing. How you perceive yourself. The advantage you have over the situation for you to be able to have an upper hand, right? To be able to get the better settlement. Let's have uh, the, the feed, uh, response from the young pastor and then we continue. Uh, good evening, church. Good evening. Good evening, pastor. Uh, I feel like, uh, like pastor said, the best perception is your identity. But uh, in addition to that, I feel like for me to, you know, have this perception about my identity, uh, it comes to the perception of the mind. Because when Jesus told the people that, if you won't praise me, uh, I would raise stones to praise me. That is, he's only able to say that because he knows who he is. He understands his identity. And he has it in mind that, okay, fine, this is who I am. And so I think the best perception should be the perception of the mind. Because even Joseph himself knew that, okay, fine. Uh, I've been arrested, I've been sold out, this and that. You know, I'm going through all this. But yet, he never for once, okay, has God abandoned me? No, because he understands identity. He understood his identity. And then, it was something that was locked in his mind. Because he had perceived it already. That, fine, this is what I'm going to be. Because it doesn't matter where I'm going to. It doesn't matter how long I'm going to get there. But the thing is that, I'm still going to get there. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you very much. And that also connects very largely uh, to what Pastor said. Perception starts from your identity in Christ. Knowing who you are in Christ. Pastor Kola. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, this is about Ambassador's testimony on Sunday. Exactly, sir. And I was standing next to him. You see, everybody there had the opportunity to introduce themselves. Mm. And it was only ambassador that stood up with confidence and said, I am, I am ambassador. ambassador from Nigeria. So, <laughs> so that brought the ambassador's attention onto him. Mm. And I think that is the way God is going to do it. When everybody is there, it's open to everybody. So it's for you to now rise knowing who you are mm. and into perceiving who you are and introducing yourself then the attention comes on you mm. praise the lord hallelujah 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 this is becoming more interesting praise the lord hallelujah going through what uh, has been said um i i feel that spiritual connectivity mm. the state of the mind of the person which comes to ask who do you think you are you see it commonly when they are fighting with bus conductors or at quarrels. Do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? But they won't sit down to ask themselves, who do you really think you are or who are you really? Honestly speaking, if you connect with the Spirit of God, 
wherever you are, wherever you go, you go with confidence, knowing who you are. Mm. That even if a door is closed, as you are walking towards it, it will open unto you. Yes, sir. So, so I, I think we should realize that and walk with boldness. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 We are so much. Glory be to God for so much revelation that God is bringing out from one word. From one word. Can I ask word. them, uh, multimedia, can you bring my definition of sight up and just leave it up there? The definition of sight when I preached on insightfulness. Sight, mental or spiritual perception. Okay. So that's what we're talking about. Yes, sir. When you say, when I say, I know who I am. That's mm. why I like that song. Mm. That's Shina song. Mm. I know who I am. Mm. I'm walking, I'm walking in, power. in power. I'm walking, I'm walking in, in miracles. miracles. You know, mental and spiritual perception. Mental you can get from studying things. But spiritual perception is the real truth. But if you have the spiritual, but you don't act it out in the mental, mm. it's as if you don't have it. It's as if you don't have it. So when ambassador, he, see, where ambassador is coming from, there has gone through metamorphosis. So when he told me he's traveling, I said, eh? I thought you said you don't have money. Ah, he said, door open. I'm going. <laughs> he said, when I get there, I will call you. All the way. You know, it takes something that you know about yourself mm. that downloads from who God is to you. For you to stand amongst many nationals in Holland. Some people can't even stand in Lekki here. Mm. To, and once they get to Lekki, they can't talk. You went all the way to Holland. They don't even speak English well there. You announce yourself with I'm your short cell phone. Not that you are even tall. <laughs> you just sit there like this. You say, I am ambassador of Bafemi, of the Lord Jesus and of Grace Assembly. <laughs> the ambassador said, who talks like this? Mm. She wanted to know more about you. She wanted to drink from the fountain that makes you talk like that. Mm. Somebody under the sound mm. of voice, they will hear you. Amen. I said they will hear you well. well. Amen. You will knock that door. In fact, as Oga said, you won't even need to knock the door as you're perceiving that this door will open. It will open to you of his own accord. Amen. In the name Amen. of the Lord Jesus Amen. Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's hear you, sir. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay, so I want to bring it down to um, family. Okay. There are some families that um, because you are from that family, there's a way you carry, carry yourself. Just by having a name, you know, the name of that family, the way you carry yourself. Okay, so um, I think it's also important for us to realize as members of Grace Assembly, I've been here for some months, and um, some things have rubbed off. Mm. So I've been here for some months, and already a lot of things have changed, mm. you know, about how... So it's important for us to understand that I don't think there's anybody in this place that should go outside feeling inferior. Now... You know, it's, it's, not, it's not just preaching the word. Mm. Now, there's a way the word is actually preached here. There's a way when Reverend talks, there's a way he talks, that if you sit with him for a while, you begin to find that you're, you're thinking along that line. So you can't go outside and be less than what you are. So I'm saying in essence that in this church, it is difficult for you not to be a great person. Mm. So that, uh, that perception mindset, we need to understand that if, as long as you're a member of this church and you have imbibed what is coming from the pulpit and from the pastor and all that, it's, it, it's a done thing. You're not a small person. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Honestly, I'm loving this word perception that I don't want us to leave it. Uh, so we are just going to stay on this word. But pastor, trust me, sir. I have up to like seven points. But this one, we have stayed on it and we are going to stay on it and download all that God wants us to receive from it this evening in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's hear from Sister Fola. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, I think it's also important, not only for you to have it in your mind, you have to make it you have to go with it consciously. You have to be very conscious about it. For example, today at work, we have one of our clients that is always beating down and asking for impossible things. And we, we normally try to accommodate it, you know. But today, I told them, no, we're not doing it. And they said, ah, ma, we haven't really done much. I said, you will do work and you'll be tired though. So, if we start taking all these small, small mm. things that will not allow us to see better things, how will we now go for mm. the big ones now? I said, no, we're not doing it. Tell him that I said we are not doing it. If he cannot take our advice, he came to us because he knows we have the expertise. Mm. So, he should let us give him. If he's not going to do it, she said, about what we are doing is we are replacing someone. I said, we'll give him back his money. She said, ah. I said, Yes. We'll prorate it and give him back his money because if we go on this path, I said this year is not the same year as we've been doing. I said this year we'll do work and you yourself, you'll say, Amma, this work is too much. So we need to work with the consciousness. And why I said that is I realized that there's, I told Pastor T yesterday, I said, there's an uneasiness inside of me because I know that there's something great. If there's something great and we prepare for it. We work with it consciously, knowing mm. that oh mm. whichever way is going to happen. Oh Praise the Lord. That's the word. Hallelujah. 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 We have received the word this evening. Honestly, if there is one prayer that we should go out of this service to begin to pray, it is that God will give us the grace and the ability to begin to perceive ourselves correctly first. That we'll begin to perceive others, people, situation, you know, opportunities correctly. I think that is one word, that one prayer that God is giving us this evening. And I encourage every one of us to take it to God in prayer. God bless you in Jesus' name. Who's hand? Please, let me quickly say something. I have already prepared a sermon, but I think the people here... God wants to settle you. Amen. Ahead of other people. God wants you are going to be ahead of other people. Amen. One of the reasons why we can't perceive what God is doing is our bad experiences. That's what your staff was saying. The year ahead, we told all night, we called caught nothing. So you can't perceive that God wants to do a new thing. You know, that's what your staff was talking about. The bad experiences that it's a new year. Let's settle for whatever we can get. Mm. Let's settle for that. And some, you are, something is provoking you. If I start the year settling for rubbish, mm. how will God settle me? Mm. Meanwhile, God is trying to resettle those that have settled at Lodiba. So the appeal of Lord Deba saying we go chop small song something. You know, this year we're not go chop small something, we'll mm. chop better things. Amen. 
Amen. Say amen. I said we not go chop small something. We go chop better things. Amen. It will surprise you. The man will repent and say, "Okay, sorry, I said this." Mm. I'm prophesying to yes. you. He will amen. say, "I'm sorry." Amen. I amen. shouldn't have offered you this nonsense. So yeah, what do you want from me? Bring my checkbook. He will sign the check in amen. Jesus' name. Amen. Let's talk about bad experiences. If the woman perceived that this man, we should build him a, a room in the apartment. A room. If she's had some bad experiences with some so-called men of God, or the husband has had, what do you think the husband will say to her? You know, let me tell you, when I was looking for a home, I wanted to move homes. I wanted to lease a home. Everywhere I got, once they hear me, pastor, I said, "Ah, what kind of thing? I was down. They said, most pastors will come. When it's time for you to pay the next rent, they'll start praying for the owner. (laughs) and start praying for the owner of the house god bless you this and that some would turn the building to a church but it was never it was a residential building so it was affecting me so i started struggling i almost got to the point i said god this serving you when i was doing my law it was not like this i had respect to the next place i walked into that was when we moved into from Mumsi's house to Magudu. The woman opened the gate like this. Brand new correct house. He says, sir. I said, I want to see the owner. She looked at me. She said, come in. And sat down. So she came back later. And said, what do you want? So I perceived. She was the owner. She was the owner or the wife of the owner. Mm. So I reorganized myself. I said, <laughs> I like this house. She was so young. It had to be perception. May you not miss she said sir who are you so i struggled should i say barista femi paul (laughs) or should i say pastor i said nothing small i said i'm pastor femi paul he said you are pastor of which church she said i'm coming she came back she said do you know the price of that i said yes but i can't it's too high i can't afford it he said, but that's the price. So she looked at me and said, you're a pastor. Okay, so what price do you think you want to pay? So I stand well, well. I said, this is the price I'm going to pay. She said, okay. I will have told you, he said too, but let me speak to my husband. So I said, oh, if you're not going to give me the house, let me go. No problem. God bless you. I, with a good attitude. I was going, he says, no, sir. I just want to tell him you come back for the eight years or so i lived in the house there was no blessing she didn't give us there was no respect they say pastor is your house anything you want to pay just pay Mm. from somebody that was rejected everywhere i went if i let my bad experiences determine how i perceive myself would i be able to speak no can i do a little deliverance here Yes, sir. Is there somebody here dealing with bad experiences? Pastor Toby, you have prayer to pray. Just stand to your feet. Raise your hand. You have been prized so badly that when people want to, when they want to ask you what is your value, you are not bold enough to say what is in your heart. Just lift up your hand. Don't look at anybody. Is it rejection? 
that has made you not be able to perceive how God can settle you where you really belong? Is it generational that your people have always struggled? You want to pray to God, say, Lord, help me. Enlighten my eyes of understanding that I can know my hope in calling in life. That I can experience the exceeding greatness of your power that is available towards me because I believe. Because God has spoken. Once has he spoken, twice have I heard. The power to resettle people belongs to God. Begin to pray. Say, every bad experience I delete in the name of Jesus. Every voice that has belittled me, I am not going to hear these voices anymore. Begin to pray. Say, Lord, help me to look into the eternal law of liberty written in by love for God and see who I am called to be. How I am going to be that person is not necessarily going to be a staircase to 50 floors. It could be an elevator that is going to take me there. Others may take, take, others may take a helicopter but maybe I'm going to go up by a rocket. You want to pray. Don't let your opinion of how God. How will God do it? Don't let it stand in your way. Just begin to pray. Even you Pastor Toby. You know what we see about you. You are going to become that person. Pray to God. and Say Lord help me to perceive. That's why Joseph did not argue with Pharaoh. The only job he has done was, was a steward. And they're not making you a prime minister. He didn't stutter. He didn't say, but how do you think I'm going to do it? He didn't sound like Mephibosheth. He said, who am I? A dead dog before the king. No, no, no. He didn't say that. He said, so be it. Every bad experience. That keeps replaying in our mind and causes us to settle in low deeper. May those bad experiences be washed away from our heart, from our remembrance by the by the blood of Jesus. May these things be obliterated in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Every voice that cut us down, every experience, it's okay to fail. You're not a failure. That was yesterday. Today is a new day. God is a God of many chances. Pastor Toby, take on the prayers, please. Pray some more for yourself. Pray some more for yourself. Indeed, I'm perceiving now that God wants us to just stay on this word this evening. So let's just use like two minutes more to just pray for ourselves. To just pray for ourselves. It is not the the, the length of, of the sermon it is the word that God has destined to speak to your life at any point in time and this evening that word is perceived the ability to perceive Lord help me to perceive accurately help me Help me, help me to perceive accurately. Help me to interpret correctly. Help me to receive accurately. In the mighty name of Jesus, pray for yourself some more. In the name of Jesus, Lord, help us. In the name of Jesus, help us to know who we are in you. In the name of Jesus, help us to perceive ourselves right. Help us to perceive opportunities. Help us to perceive opportunities around us. In the mighty name of Jesus, help us. 
oh god whatever bad experiences that is blocking our eyes blocking our minds blocking our hearts lord today let them be turned around in the name of jesus pray for turn around pray for turn around from every situation every circumstances every experiences that is blocking your heart blocking your mind blocking your ears lord let there be a turn around 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 in the mighty name of jesus do you want to pray for a relationship that are significant to your right perception lord bring me in connection with the right relationship bring me in connection with the right relationship relationship that are significant to my next level relationship that are critical to my success and my destiny lord bring me in connection bring me in connection with the right people right people that will be able to build me up right people that will be able to encourage me right people that will be able to lift me up bring me in connection with them in the mighty name of jesus in the mighty name of jesus a pause to be able to perceive oh god us open our eyes of understanding open our mind open our heart in the mighty name of jesus we give all the praise and glory in jesus mighty name we are afraid lord we thank you for this evening of a truth we can say that we perceive that this is how you want this service to go thank you because today's service has not been according to the plan and orchestration of man but it has been according to the leading of your spirit lord we worship you accept our thanks and praises to lord in jesus name lord this word perceive we pray that we as we go out of here your spirit will give us deeper interpretation deeper understanding for us to be able to perceive ourselves correctly and be able to perceive opportunities around us in the mighty name of jesus glory be to your name almighty god in jesus mighty name we are prayed amen put your hands together and celebrate jesus hallelujah hallelujah please be seated god bless you honestly it is always sweet always wonderful to come into the house of the lord nothing beats coming into the presence of god and being sure right being sure that god you have had an encounter with god how else can it be when we pray you know preachers come and they pray not what i've planned but what your spirit will have me say this is a typical example you have seen so it is one thing for you to plan to have a plan it is another thing for god to say i want to move in this direction and we give god the praise and glory for how god has moved in our midst this evening 